Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. So have you ever thought about becoming a life coach? Maybe everybody on the planet is telling you that you should. Well, if you're looking for a way to create a business where you can make a huge impact in the world while also helping yourself create a life of freedom, it's definitely worth considering. Here's the thing. Not only is it one of the fastest growing professions in the world, but it's a business you can do entirely from home, even if you're still working full time, while you're creating the life of freedom you deserve. And the best part of it is you also get to do all that while helping make an impact in other people's lives helping them navigate problems and struggles that they wouldn't be able to take care of on their own. And I'm not sure if you know this either, but many of the public speakers in the world are actually life coaches as well. It gives you an upper hand for when you're giving your keynote speeches because you really understand how human psychology works. What does it take to actually become a life coach? And the truth is, not very much. You see, life coaching is an unregulated industry, which means there's no formal requirements. You'll actually find people out there who call themselves life coaches and they have no formal training. And a few of them are actually killing it. But you also find a great number of people who do have certifications. They want to have a structure to follow. They want to make sure that they really can effectively help anybody in any situation. And they want to make sure that they don't make any of the mistakes that we're going to talk about here today. The truth is, you'll find great coaches who are both certified and not certified, and terrible coaches who are the same. But regardless of whether you decide to get certified or not, there are a few things that you 100% want to make sure you get right, and five mistakes you don't want to make. So let's dive in right now. Number one is as a life coach, they know how to help people in multiple areas of their lives. Now, for me personally, I wanted to get certified so I had some type of framework so that I could help anybody in any other situation of their life, no matter if I had personally gone through it or not. It's great when you have the opportunity to mentor somebody through something that you've been through, but what happens when they bring you a situation that you've never experienced? That's when life coaching trumps it all. Now, the way I was taught was called causal coaching, which means we get to the root of the problem that's actually holding people back. Now, many of the problems that people have are from their subconscious mind. And when you understand how the subconscious mind works, you can help people get unstuck and out of their own way. Think about this. How many times have you given people steps or actions or the roadmap that you took to get to where you are and they didn't follow it? Well, if you have the skill of life coaching, you can actually help them because giving them more steps and more actions is not going to get them to show up better next time. Instead, you focus on the cause of what's keeping them stuck, which is in their subconscious mind. Number two, life coaches are great listeners. So they're not waiting for you to stop talking so that they can interject. They're actually listening intently. They're really listening for key words or key thoughts that the client may have so that they can really get down to the root of the problem. Getting down to the root of the problem will really help people out because they're not just going to tell them what to do, which life coaches really don't tell people what to do. They ask questions so that they can guide the client to where they want to go. Just telling someone what to do is a mentor, and we've talked about that before. So listening intently so that you can ask the right questions will really lead people to their desired outcome. That is so spot on because as a life coach, we don't intend to guide people into a certain direction that we want them to go. 
We have to help them find the direction that's best in their interest. There is never one right, best, only way. Number three is life coaches stay out of the pool. This is the way that it was described to me when I took my life coach certification. You can't help somebody get out of the pool if you're in there too. So if you're experiencing something in your life and you're helping coach somebody through something in theirs, you have to make sure that you don't implant your beliefs and your thoughts into other people. You have to make sure you clear your mind and you continue asking questions based off of curiosity and wanting to get to the root of the problem. Now, this is a skill that definitely takes some practice because in the beginning, it's very difficult to coach people through situations that you're currently going through too. But just remember, as a life coach, you have to keep your own thoughts and beliefs out of the situation because it is not helpful to your client. Number four is they have a genuine desire to help others. If you have a business, of course, you want to make money and you want to create freedom for yourself. But you also have to have a desire to help people. Because otherwise, you'll often find yourself directing people to where you want them to go. And that is not coaching. That is convincing. So having a desire to help people and create impact is something that we all need to have. And number five, and this is probably the most powerful one of all, is they are willing to get uncomfortable and coach themselves. Here's the truth. If you're not willing to do it for yourself, how can you ask that of others? Coaching yourself is a great opportunity to not only model the behavior for others, but truly believe in what you're doing for people. You must show them through your actions, not just through your words. And that means getting uncomfortable, coaching yourself, and taking yourself through the same structure that you would take your clients through. Thank you guys very much for being here and keep leading from the front. Bye, leaders.